Home of the Pens and the best Pens coverage. WXDX FM Pittsburgh, an iHeart Radio station. I'm always amused by the NCAA concept of vacating wins. As in Rick Pitino, the coach, was a scumbag. So Louisville men's basketball has to vacate a whole bunch of wins from 2011 through 2015. That includes the 2013 National Championship. Vacate what you like. But the fans know who won. The players know who won. The other teams know who won. The ticket money doesn't get refunded. The merchandising money doesn't get refunded. Some NCAA tournament money, yeah, but... Louisville's keeping a whole lot of money. The TV money doesn't get refunded. So nothing really changes except in a fashion most petty. Tom Petty. Patino didn't cheat to win more basketball games. He was just a scumbag. I mean, did any recruit go to Louisville because of the hookers? Same thing with Paterno. He enabled child rape, but that didn't help Penn State win. It didn't give Penn State a competitive advantage. Vacating wins is a stupid, empty concept. The NCAA is a stupid, empty concept. Hey, NCAA, guess what? You just made the list! Some things are too big to fail. The NCAA is too big to fail because it is run so poorly and it just can't fail. The list brought to you by Matt Merce Plumbing. Count on a name you can trust. Call 412-367-0815 for all your plumbing, heating, and air conditioning needs. Uh, the real villain with the Louisville story is the hooker who ratted out the whole situation. Hookers must be discreet. If anybody out there wants to be a respected prostitute, and I mean that's male or female, it's all around us. It's natural. Man, woman, if you want to be a respected prostitute, discretion. What happens in the bedroom or in any of your orifices, I suppose, that remains in the bedroom and those orifices. Discretion. Discretion. Say it with me. Hookers of the world unite. Discretion. 412-333-9939. Don't forget, I'll be doing a Penguins viewing party Friday at the Bridgeville Volunteer Fire Department. That's a benefit for South Fayette Hockey. I'll be giving away four tickets tomorrow on this program. Yes, you have to get a ticket to come see me. That's where my career has elevated And then Saturday, I'll be at Vinny's Bar and Grill in Fredericktown, PA, which is like an hour away. But they love me in Fredericktown. That's Penguin Viewing Parties Friday and Saturday. For addresses and so forth, go to the Mark Madden page at WXDX.com. Also today, here in the iHeartMedia building, high top Green Tree Hill, we had a meeting of all the salespeople, all the executives, all the on-air talent. And awards were given out regarding, you know, advertising revenue. I am the biggest selling personality in this building. Bigger than Randy Bauman. 
bigger than Mikey and Big Bob. Now, these guys are my peers. They're tremendous. They're great. But I'm the biggest drawing radio personality in this building and therefore the city when it comes to advertising revenue. I must be the greatest. I must be Mr. Money in the Bank. So if you'd like to advertise on this show, there's no room for you. We're sold out. No, there's always room. We can just eliminate the part where I talk even more than we already have. You know what's funny, though? We don't have as much advertising on this program as the B team does. The B team is saturated with advertising because they don't sell it for very much. Their sales staff, this one guy who's on Twitter all the time, Ernie something, real idiot. I can see him like selling ads for five cents a second or a minute or whatever's really cheap. He's a dope. But uh, but anyway, so they sell real cheap and they fill it up and it just and they have, you know, more than one person per show. But their 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 ratings are doing okay. I can't criticize the way they do it, but it's not how I would do it. I would do it the way the biggest drawing radio personality in Pittsburgh currently would do it. That's what I would do. God, you know, my career should be dying off. I should be fading. And I keep getting bigger and better and badder. Ha! Take that. Wait till I die on the air one day. I'm going to die on the air. And then nobody will have caught me and knocked me off my perch. I will ascend to heaven while still on my perch. Let's go to Pat on the road. Pat, you're on with Double M. Pat, I think you're right on your 90-10, and I believe it is, and you have the resources, as you just described, to look it up. I think it's the ex-players who are withholding money from the program in the school that are, uh, that are behind this. That's all what, I have what do you mean? Say. I mean, what do you mean withholding money? It's not quite like college boosterism, is it? Uh, I think how quick it is. Well, Aliquippa, I mean, football means a lot in Western Pennsylvania. It means more in Aliquippa than almost anywhere else. And, that, and that's all right. That's they, they, they think they're getting what they want. It'll fall apart. Mark my words, without Zemanic, it'll fall the frig apart. And I'll be laughing. I'll be laughing at you people. And you school board members, don't forget, I know your names. I know your addresses. I know your home phone numbers. If you do the wrong thing tonight, I'm coming to get you. And if you sue me... I don't know if you just heard what I said. I have all kinds of money coming in. I've got lawyers. Let's go to Virgil in the Hill District. Virgil, you're on with these super genius. What up, man? What up, man? Have you heard at all about the Mississippi State baseball coaching resigning? No, but I'm pretty sure you're about to tell me. Yes, touche. So he had an affair with a graduate assistant or recruiting coordinator that was at Mississippi State with Dan Mullins. She went to Florida with Mullins, and he still was using what was supposed to be his recruiting travel money to fly her back in to Mississippi State's campus while his wife is a week away from having their third child. Now, I think that makes him resourceful. It does, and the only way he got caught was because he was dumb enough to pay for those tickets. Now, here's my question. You mean use okay, use, the, use use his recruiting money to pay for those tickets? Yes. Because I got to exactly. tell you, I don't mind a good fly-in. <laughs> that's how that's how celebrities work. A good fly-in. Here's my question. I, I remember when Terrell Pryor uh, got a really hot girl that works at a 
a, a local establishment to fly out to Bangham in Oakland. And, like, people were amazed by that. And I go, you can tell you've not been around celebrity. It happens all the time. Here's my question to you, Mark. Her job, she did nothing wrong besides ruin her marriage and ruin his marriage. Oh, was she married as well? Oh, yeah, to a, to a community college basketball coach who wasn't in Florida. He, I forget what, what university it is, some podunk university in the South. But my question to you is, Dan Mullins, took her with him to Florida for some obvious reason. Do you think she loses her job at Florida for this? Do you think Dan Mullen and her were indulging in the hanky and the panky as well? I think that's probably why she went, because she knows... Well, no, that's a bad thing to assume. She's probably very good at her job. Seriously, that's a bad thing to assume. But there was no doubt doubt why she was flying back to Mississippi State. All during that conversation, I kept thinking of Leslie Weston Martin. Mississippi Queen. You know what I mean. Uh, some dope on Twitter says, I've got lawyers needs to be your new tagline. I stole that from my buddy Kevin Sullivan, devil, that I worked with in wrestling. He did this promo one time. Go ahead and sue me. Sue me all you want. I've got lawyers. We got Dejan at the bottom of the hour at 105.9. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. And he drink, smoked pot, figured if he showed up at rehab wrecked, it gave him a better shot at getting most improved. The X at 105.9. Double M on to X, 412-333-9939. If you want to call, this segment will be one of your last chances to do so. So dial the number I just told you, 412-333. WXDX. Uh, this is a manic thing. I, I don't know how much it's helping or hurting my listenership because, while I think high school football is very popular in Pittsburgh, I think it's very much a neighborhood thing, even though I think Mike Semanic is such a legendary coach is well-known. I'm not sure how much concern there is for this situation outside the uh, school to, to Valaquipa. But uh, I, I just can't sit here and allow something this absurd to happen without at least demanding to know the reason why. Aliquippa School Board, if any of you scumbags can get out from under your rock for a second and stop hiding from the media, call the show right now, 412-333-WXDX, and tell me why it's a good idea to fire Mike Zemanek. Because no one has yet given me a good reason, or almost any reason. I've heard the AIDS thing. I've heard the race thing. I've heard the not helping recruits thing. I've heard that it was assumed he was done at season's end by the players from the start of this past season. But nobody spelled out for me a good reason why the Aliquippa School Board wants to get rid of Mike Zemanik. And these school board people are a bunch of gutless cowards for not addressing with this with the media, for not making it known publicly. And hey, if it's a matter of a black community wants a black coach to represent their community, okay, then say that. Say that out loud. I could almost understand that. But you owe that to the white folk who also live in your community to make that public. Actually, when you're trying to get rid of a coach like Mike Zemanik, 
who's won six Whipple titles and been in the last 10 Whipple title games, you just owe an explanation. Because to the naked eye, this doesn't make sense at all. And the reason why you're depriving us of an explanation is because you know there's not a good one. Because you want to operate in secrecy like the duplicitous scumbags you are on that Aliquippa school board. That's what's going on here. By the way, this sometimes brings people, it does bring people like this out from under their rock. When I did the same thing when North Hills tried to get rid of McCurry, the school board member behind the plot actually called the show, and I eviscerated him. Oh, it was magnificent. 412-333-9939. Let's go to Zach in Beaver Falls. Zach, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Hey, Mark. Do you ever think it might be like a power struggle, like he has too much control over these kids more than the principal, superintendent? Okay, what do you mean board? too much control? How would he have too much control in a negative fashion? Not in a negative fashion. They just don't want it like, you know, like Paterno was there for so long, Bayham at Syracuse for so long. They don't want that to happen. Yeah, I don't think, if that's the case, then say that. Say that. Whatever's happening... Zach, I want it laid out. I want to know why. Like, 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 okay, let's say that after Chuck Knoll just won his fourth Super Bowl in six years, the Steelers fired him. Wouldn't they at least tell us why? Because this is almost comparable to that. When you're firing a guy who just coached in his 10th straight Whippeal Championship game and who, as a caller said earlier, is coaching Aliquippa a classification or two above what their enrollment dictates and still getting every year to the Whippeal Championship game. That's all I want is to tell me why. And if it's a good reason, I'll shut up. If it's a bad reason or a reason that reeks of horse manure, I will reach down your throat grab your rectum, and turn you inside out. Figuratively speaking, of course, that, that, that's really hard to do, literally. I mean, I can't even fit my hand inside my own mouth. Not that I know that for sure. Why the hell would I want to fit my hand inside my own mouth? Actually, I, I knew a girl who could, like, put her fist in her mouth up to the wrist. I'm not sure what the practical use was, and I know you think you do, but think about it. It really doesn't apply. I mean, if you got a fist, I, come on. Days on up next, 105.9. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. All hail Finn, all hail Mark Madden. I think that says a lot about my integrity. I love it. I think it's great. Achtung, baby. The X at 105.9. Joining me now in studio, the constructor and conductor of DKPittsburghSports.com. It's Serbian reactionary Dejan Kovacevic. Dejan, what will the Penguins and Jim Rutherford do at the trade deadline? Uh, I'm giving you a clean slate. What's your prediction, and who would be your primary target? Primary target, Derek Broussard, no doubt. What, you have someone else other than Broussard? Yeah, Michael Grabner. Woo, going for a winger? Well, Derek Broussard would cost a first-round pick, a prospect like mm-hmm, Spong, right. and an NHL player like Sheriff. And you're worried about cost versus 
That's but, too much. But for what? To win a trade or to lose a trade? This is about winning a third championship. Well, you can win championships in 19 and 22. You can, but this is when you do it. You know? Yeah, this I, is... I disagree. I wouldn't hamstring myself for, for the Crosby Malkin window, which will stay open for well, let's put it this two way. or three more years. And don't get me wrong, I don't think that trade necessarily cripples you. Yeah. I just think it's too much for Derek Broussard. When getting him offers no guarantees. See, I'm not worried about winning or losing a trade. I, and I, I don't know that the Penguins would be too much either. They're focused completely on a third championship. doesn't mean you go, like what you're saying, it doesn't mean you go stupid on it. But one way or another, Sherry's got to go, I think, or someone in that salary range because then you're, yeah, you're, you're, you're right. not replacing Unless, them. But with Grabner, mm-hmm. who's only a 1.65 cap hit. Yeah, it's better than Broussard, and it doesn't cost you next year. That's right. Yeah. The cap hit wouldn't be as much, you know. Uh, That's where my actual. Grabner leaves at year's end, but but here's yeah. my point. They, they've had trouble scoring at even strength. Right. Only one player scored more even strength goals since the start of the 2015-16 season than Grabner. And that is? And that is Austin Matthews. Oh. Grabner has 40, That's a great stat. 40 even strength goals Grabner's been span. outstanding. And, yeah. and look, we, we've and known. he's fast, and this is a team that that hangs its shingle on fast. Yeah, Grabner's Why not get faster? Grabner's not fast. He is faster. Well, I, I he might a, be fastest. I, I think he is the <laughs> yeah. fastest player in the league. I, mm-hmm. I posted a bunch of goals he scored on, on my uh, webpage today. It's just him picking up loose pucks, not skating, no, everyone and, in a straight line. And he's also a tremendous penalty killer and a penalty killing threat. I mean, if you put him in Hagelin, and I'm not sure that's how you would do it. You need, do need to have a center out there. No, no, they'd play separately. But, but... The threat that you would pose to other teams shorthanded would be off the charts. I'll say this, too. Broussard, if you get him, he's another $5 million next year, and I think that hurts, if not kills, your chances of bringing back Patrick Well, they're Hornquist. not bringing back Hornquist anyway. I don't know about that. He's going to go somewhere for too much too long. He, Count on that. He might, but I think they can also approach him well, and get if, something done. if you done. get Broussard, you can't bring Hornquist back. That's my point. And even if you, get, even if you lose Hornquist and don't have Broussard, you could at least make a big get in free agency, yeah. bigger and better than Broussard, probably. You could, but for right now, for right now, for winning a third championship, Derek Broussard is the guy. And I think if if that's your... I think Michael Grabner could be the guy, too. If that's your priority, um, if being a, the third championship above all else... Then he's the one that you bring in. Now, does that still create some problems? I don't problems? think there's ever a good time to make a bad deal. You need. Uh, I I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. And I I I keep going back to the you know the the famous Craig Patrick trade where he sent Mark Recchi out, and he said he knew at the time he was sending a Hall of Famer out. They brought back obviously good players to say the least. Rick Tockett, Shell Samuelson, Ken Raggett, and they won the championship. And you can argue that the Flyers won that trade. Of course, they haven't won any championships since 1975. At least so I've heard on this program. No, I thought the Penguins won that trade, actually. It took me a couple <laughs> well, of days to come around to but that. The point is, but then I saw the impact of Shell Samuelson on that defensive court. Shell made a big difference. Yes. He brought size. He was really rangy more than anything right. else. He, like he could reach 18 feet in either direction. with The, the Penguins' defensive court that had so many different kinds of defenders, it was tough to game plan. Right. And what you have, though, is a general manager at the time who just said he didn't really particularly care. He wanted to bring in the guys that he thought were going to win the championship on that particular year, and he got it done. The fact that he also did well in the trade was a bonus. Look, I'll take Broussard over any of these guys, I, especially well, not, if you've already clear, decided to not bring I'm, Hornquist I'm not, back. I'm not anti-Broussard. 
And it wouldn't be. You couldn't be. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be. Player. It wouldn't be deciding to not bring Hornquist back. It would just be the inevitability of him leaving. Yeah, that he, was. If he's that too, enters, he's too close to free agency to not try if, it. If that enters into your mindset that you're look, you're not bringing back Hornquist, uh, and then you say, okay, well, look, now what we what what can we do here? Because then we can take Derek Broussard's five million, or you can try to talk Ottawa into keeping some of it as they have in a couple other exchanges. Then you do that. I love the idea of bringing in another centerman. Number one. Well, I mean, I'd rather have Grabner than than. Uh, okay, Mark Latestu. That's where you're Matt headed here. Or Matt Cullen or JG Peugeot, who would cost okay, too much. Okay, here's for a catch center. though. You bring in Grabner, okay, and I understand that penalty well, killing. Well, Grabner takes... could play with Sid too. Right now, the guys playing with Sid aren't good enough to play with Sid. And if you want to divide Sid, Gino, and Kessel amongst three lines, you need better for Sid. Um. Do you? Yes. Okay. Well, what if Zach Aston Reese is real? Not. I mean, I. I think he's very good. You in his gotta league. let him try it, man. With he's Sid, not doing, fast enough. Not got, fast he's enough. Trying. It doesn't not matter. Fast enough. He's no. smart Let's enough. Let's ask Sid if it doesn't matter. Okay, let's get Sid on the line, everybody. <laughs> what kind of question is that? I don't have to to know the answer. <laughs> Sid likes speed. Sid likes speed. Sid also has has liked and disliked other guys that he's played with and still won. A lot and scored a lot. Yeah, I, I'm I, thinking of Hornquist specifically. I think if you want to, Hornquist will go back with Malkin and should because yeah. that Hornquist Malkin Haglin line has made Malkin into a shooter. Uh, Rust has looked pretty good there too. I think no question. Yep, but Rust could play with Sid. Yes, he could. I'd have no problem with Russ, Aston, Reese, and Sid. Sid can play with net front guys. That he might be... not like it, but once he starts playing his half-court game, if you will, he can play with net front well, guys. I think Grabner would be just a great fit. Grabner would add an awful lot to the team. I would still have some concerns uh, about a right-handed center, uh, somebody who can win you defensive zone face-offs. We can say stuff like that doesn't matter <laughs> right now, but it does whenever you start getting deep into playoffs. It's how you win championships. Here, here's, a great, uh, here's a great tweet from Jeff. I posted four videos of Grabner. Uh-huh. He said, sold after two vids. Get Grabner. <laughs> Check that out on the Mark Madden page at They're probably w- like XDX.com. The videos are like, what, 0.3 seconds long, too, yeah. right? Just him Why, covering the whole rink. Yep. We're talking to Dazon Kovacevic, brought to you by Walnut Grill. Dazon, uh, what's going to happen between the Steelers and Le'Veon Bell? No franchise tag yet, but it looks very likely. But that of course, doesn't keep them from negotiating a long-term deal. Yeah, they can negotiate as long as they want. I I really believe that for Kevin Colbert and Art Rooney and others, and even Mike Tomlin as well in the organization, to just come right out and say our intent is to sign him in the long term, that they at least have some parameters. They know what they're talking about. Uh, they know the kind of money that's involved. And remember, they already had one set of these kinds of talks last summer. So if they've made up their mind, look, we're going to keep this guy for the long term. Colbert went further. I mean, Colbert said, we'd like to keep him here as a Steeler for his entire career. Uh, to me, that shows that they're serious about it, and that's their intent. I think it's going to get done. Is it a good idea? Yes. How so? Because he is the only one like him in the league. Is that necessarily good? Yeah, I think it's not just good. It's great. You're well, talking about I, I a guy who can come I out disagree. of the backfield, who can uh, who can catch passes, who can go deep, who can line up at split end for crying out yeah, loud. Uh, there's, there's 31 teams that would like to have him, Mark. I, I don't think so. I don't think any of the Final Four would trade their running back situations for Bell at that cost. In fact, I'm absolutely certain they wouldn't. Why? 
because he costs too much and doesn't do any more than their uh, platoon of running backs does. Um, I don't agree with that. I, I, I the, you don't have to. They have his, to disagree with me. Total. Well, let's get them on the line too. As long as we're passing these tell, calls tell out, Sid, tell Sid we got to keep him on hold. <laughs> Well, no, no. Here's as I've been saying. There's a lot of weakness hidden inside Bell's stats. Bad per carry, bad per catch, bad on first down. His not many carry, long runs. Yeah, his per carry and his his not many long runs are related. He's not a guy that's going to break your sixty yarder. He just doesn't. Well, do that it. would be good if he did once in a while. But he's also going to get you your regular eighteen and twenty yarders on occasion. No, no. He only went over twenty yards four times. Plus, his first down carries are terrible. He puts it behind the sticks a lot. Yeah, I could also argue that there's been some really unambitious play calling, especially on first down under Todd Haley, and maybe that'll get addressed as well. I see teams doing much more clever things with their running backs, especially as one as versatile as Le'Veon Bell so I can't than believe, what Haley usually did. Usually you're him. a smart guy. I can't believe you're this sold on no, Le'Veon Bell. I'm <laughs> not feeling stupid at the moment. Le'Veon Bell is you will. the number one all-purpose back in the league. I'm yep. not exactly going out on a limb here. Yeah, no rings. Not okay, even close. Well, you could do that with Ben, or not Ben, AB. No, you can't no, do it not with ben. ben. No, no, I'm up late. But you could do it with AB. You can do I it with do other do guys with who AB. are legitimate. He is the best running back in football. Yeah, okay. I guess. I mean, I just don't think he can ever justify getting. What do you think they'll have to pay him a year to get a long term? I deal think it's going to take 15. Well, they're. Okay, let me, let me tell you one thing for certain. Go ahead. They will never give him fifteen million. I don't know about that. Depends they on the year count. Well, if they do, they're fools. Well, we'll to see. To give a running back fifteen million a year in a passing era, they would be fools. Uh, and a running back who can come out of the backfield and catch passes in a passing era like nobody else, they might end up being like, fools like, no, like, like nobody else. They might he end the, up. He had the second worst yards per catch of his career this past year. They might end up being fools with rings. They'll never win with the way the team's put together, and I've said that before, and I will be borne out. Um, if you were Ryan Shazier, who's talking about, you know, uh, hopefully he's, he's, he's accurate mm-hmm. when he says he's making a lot of progress. He's talking about playing football again, which I don't think is ever going to happen. I don't think a doctor would clear him to play, quite honestly. But if you were Shazier, would you want to play football again if you had the chance? Would you take that risk if the opportunity presented? Uh, wow. The, I mean, the easy answer to that is I can't, and neither can you, you know, put ourselves into his uh, shoes uh, and, and the way he's thinking right now. Uh, I can say that Ryan Shazier is a uh, a beautiful person, a determined human being. Yeah, I mean, uh, and, and I said, nothing I negative say that, about and I would say that. Um, yeah, and I would say that. I, I and I was saying that and writing it before this happened. Uh, if he has to have in his head that his goal is to play football. And that's what gets him onto yeah, the PT. I'm all for it. That's on the carry dangles for himself. And there's no reason for him not to dangle it at this point. As far as clearance goes, I mean, again, neither of us is obviously qualified to be doctor. However, somebody cleared Tommy Maddox, and I know it was a different situation. Different era, too. And it was a different era. They allowed athletes to take more chances then. They did, but that wasn't that long ago either. Uh, we're talking about it wasn't as bad an injury either. It, it wasn't, although he did lose feeling, and that's been, generally been the 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 rule of thumb is that once you've lost feeling, you're not going to play again, regardless right. of the time. Tommy Maddox was back out there. Um, if he has that in his mind when he gets up every day uh, and motivates himself, God bless him. Seriously. Now the Pirates just keep signing outfielders. 
How many can actually play even a little bit? No, no, none of these guys. I mean, look at they got a 31 year old or 30, 31 homer guy out of AAA who has zero major league homers. I, I got to say, I already forgot me, his name. Let me play devil's advocate. Go I, I got it written down right here. Yep. Bryce Brents. Which oh. Is, which is alliterative, if nothing else. But don't. It might like, be nothing else. Don't teams like the Red Sox never give that guy a chance because they just go sign somebody? Well, not at that age. You know, there's so many different ways to get a guy who's stuck in the minors. Uh, in baseball, they become six-year free agents. There's Rule 5. There's a ton of ways to get those guys out of an organization if you're serious about it. The Pirates aren't serious. Uh, do you also have the name of the guy they got today? Because I Michael forgot his Saunders. name, too. Michael Saunders. Uh, an he was in the All-Star game in 2016. He had 202 last year. What what happened with that guy? I don't know. Jeff Locke was in an All-Star game a couple of years ago, too. So, I mean, Wouldn't it be great know, if he would have like, like drilled Michael Saunders? With an 86-mile-an-hour fastball? <laughs> yeah. I mean... Look, they stood in front of their players this week and told them how serious they are and talked about World Series and, and none stuff. of the players asked nothing a question. The bigger Free, the Freeze, lie. Freeze and Harrison were belly aching, which I don't blame them for doing, nope. even though it'll make no difference whatsoever. Nope. But they were belly aching, but when confronted by the hillbilly prince, their testicles shrunk. The bigger the lie has been the uh, the policy apparently this week of the front office because it's it's like well the players are saying we're not serious about winning so the owner's reaction and the front office's reaction is to say I know let's say World Series that'll do it because the truth's probably going to lie somewhere in between. Uh, these guys are saying whatever it is they think that these guys might the players might want to hear, but then they go out and just take two random minor league outfielders and throw them against the wall. You know who said the bigger the lie, the better the lie, I right? I do know. I'm saying it to this particular host. Uh, why are some people tipping Polanco for a breakout season? Is that wishful thinking? It, 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 He's talented, no question. It's wishful thinking in the sense that he, he hasn't been able to stay on the field. I understand, you know, and, and we've written about it on the site, the extensive training that he's gone through uh, to try to become lighter, to make the hamstring situation better. Four hammy injuries in one summer? Are you kidding? Uh, but he gets predicted for the breakout because I think he's an easy guy to predict for that because he's so talented. You know, the guy can do anything. I don't know if he's focused enough. I don't know if Marte's focused enough. Uh, Polanco has focus. I don't think he lacks focus. I, I think that he did some dumb things in his training, and it ended up really costing him Oh, KDKA TV's going to be at the Aliquippa School Board meeting. There you go. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. It is Stan the Man Gable Gravitas. How you doing, Mark? I'm doing good. The X at 105.9. Time to Ask Mark Anything, brought to you by Chapino Restaurant and Cigar Bar. It's the city's best seafood and chop house. So check out Chapino in the Strip. Mike Zemanek's already at the school board meeting, which starts at 6 o'clock. He got there a bit early, like 20 minutes ago. Also in attendance, a whole bunch of Whippeal coaches, past and present, including Joe Hamilton, a legendary coach at Blackhawk, uh, Lucero, Jack Fullen used to be the AD at Blackhawk, so... Uh, doesn't look like Zemanek's going to roll over for these people who want to get rid of him, and nor should he. Let's go to uh, Eric in Baldwin. Eric, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark. How are you doing, sir? Great. Hey, I just wanted to know your opinion on the doors. I never hear you talk about them. Uh, they're pretty good. Uh, they're kind of overrated, kind of a singles band. They're one of the groups... For whom, if I have their greatest hits, that's enough. I don't need anything past their greatest hits to get what I consider to be a full and complete representation 
of their work. Let's go to uh, John and Butler. John, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark, big fan, big fan. Thank you very little. Hey, um, does demographics mean anything in radio anymore? You know, uh, market share, that kind of... Uh, yeah, know. yeah, I mean, men who spend money, like men 25 to 54, men 18 to 35. My particular speech, sweet spot, men 35 to 44. Yeah, it means a lot. Well, man, it, it brings me that, that WEI thing about sensitivity training. You know, they don't want the stations to be, you know, non-inclusive or, you know, they're... But isn't that what specifically your show is all about? The B team? I don't listen to that because that's for like... We've established I'm great. Thank you for the call. Up next, it's the head coach Mike Sullivan show. Sully and Josh Getzoff. If you like hockey, you'll love this show. If you don't like hockey, go to the Aliquippa School Board meeting and speak up for Coach Semanic. 105.9 The X.